Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Midwest overload. Hospitals are overwhelmed with coronavirus patients. Battling for Latino votes. It's my duty as minority to, like, share my voice. Hurricane hammers New Orleans. We have been damaged. We have been hit. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, coronavirus surge in the Midwest and new measures in some countries overseas as the pandemic tightens its grip. 79,000 new cases in the U.S. yesterday, a 1,000 more deaths. CBS's David Begno is in the upper Midwest, the virus hot zone. Hospitals warn that the surge of new coronavirus cases is pushing their resources to the limit. Dr. Avi Nahum says his hospital is seeing more than 100 coronavirus patients every day. It is difficult to realize that somebody who doesn't believe in it is putting other people at risk. The pandemic is pushing restaurant owners like Patty Whalen to make tough choices. He will close the Dark Horse Bar and Eatery in St. Paul until the spring. I can't fight something that's invisible. The federal government says if a vaccine is authorized by next month, they could start distributing to frontline workers and the most vulnerable people by the end of this year. Dr. Anthony Fauci. I think it will be easily by the end of 2021 and perhaps even in to the next year before we start having some semblances of normality. President Trump contends the country has turned the corner on the virus. His administration claims victory over it. Listen to his aide and son-in-law, Jared Kushner, from an interview in April with Bob Woodward. It underscores the battle the president has had with health experts. It was almost like Trump getting the country back from the doctors, right? You know, he's going to own the open-up. The open-up in some countries in Europe is now the new shutdown. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer on the situation in France. As of midnight tonight, bars, restaurants, and non-essential businesses will close until December. Those schools and factories will stay open. In Barcelona, restaurant workers protested against closures in Spain that have thrown many of them out of work. Even Germany, where masks and, above all, efficient testing had kept the infection rate low. For the first time, a partial lockdown there will close restaurants, bars and movie theaters until December. United Airlines is expanding its COVID testing of passengers to the East Coast starting next month and free rapid testing to all passengers on some Newark-to-London flights. The drugstore chain CVS says it will add a 1,000 additional rapid COVID testing locations by year's end. Five days till Election Day, more than 76 million people have already voted. 
CBS's Ed O'Keefe says President Trump and Joe Biden are trying to shore up support. We are going to win four more years. While in Arizona, President Trump exuded confidence trying to pump up his base and Latino voters. Going to win a record share of the Hispanic vote. But the president trails Joe Biden among Latino voters considerably both nationwide and in Arizona. Most voters in the Grand Canyon state don't approve of the president's handling of the coronavirus. Biden met with public health officials about how the pandemic is disproportionately affecting minorities. We will start on day one doing the right things. We'll let science drive our decisions. Despite all the early votes, CBS's Janet Chamlian tells us millions of voters who asked for ballots have yet to get them in. A record number of Americans requested those ballots this year, but nationwide, a whopping 46% haven't returned them. Florida has more than 1.9 million unreturned, more than 1.5 million in Arizona, Michigan more than 800,000. We were on the ground in Michigan as volunteers armed with voters' names and addresses knocked on doors of Democratic households to get the vote out. We're calling, we're texting, we're using social media, we're using every means we can. The fight to get those ballots in is critical in places like Wisconsin, following the Supreme Court's ruling that those received after Election Day can't be counted. In two rulings, the U.S. Supreme Court dealt a blow to Republicans in Pennsylvania and North Carolina by allowing extended deadlines for mail-in ballots. Legal scholar Jessica Levinson. The headlines will read, huge Democratic win, and it is. But for the Supreme Court, the pattern here is more of deferring to state judgment. New Justice Amy Coney Barrett did not take part in either case. In the Pennsylvania case, there is a chance the issue could be revisited later. At least two deaths are blamed on Hurricane Zeta, which has blasted coastal Louisiana and Mississippi. CBS's Dania Backus is in New Orleans. More than half a million people were without power across the state. The storm inundated some areas with flash flooding, blew a building's wall open, and caused an apartment's roof to collapse, injuring one person inside. Overseas, French police say three people were killed by an attacker with a knife outside a church in Nice. The mayor says the assailant, who shouted Allah Akbar, was wounded by police. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw pledges to release 911 tapes and body cam footage in the police shooting death of a black man with a history of mental problems. We're not releasing body-worn camera footage to try to change hearts and minds. We're doing it in the spirit of transparency to show that we're not hiding anything. She admits her department doesn't have a mental health unit or a good way to coordinate calls with specialists. There is a nighttime curfew now in Philadelphia after protests and violence. Authorities are now warning hospitals to beef up cybersecurity, warning of an imminent threat. CBS's Andy Trie says some have been targeted with computer ransomware. A hospital could have its files frozen, its patient records frozen, and its communications frozen unless they paid a ransom. Private cybersecurity companies have been working on this for days And now the warning has gone public because a series of hospitals have been hit. Anonymous, the person who wrote a scathing op-ed and book, has now revealed himself. And President Trump tweets he's never heard of him. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. White House aides reacted to the revelation by mocking Miles Taylor as someone not worthy of the title senior official. The New York Times used that description as it published Taylor's anonymous op-ed in 2018. The former aide to the Homeland Security Secretary claimed to be part of an internal resistance. In an online post finally revealing his identity, Taylor says he aimed to warn voters that things inside the administration weren't as bad as they seemed 
they were worse. Authorities in the U.S. and Canada say they put a long-running telemarketing scam out of business. CBS's Jim Crisula. Sixty people have been charged in a widespread magazine telemarketing scam that investigators say netted $300 million for more than 150,000 elderly and vulnerable people nationwide. The scheme started 20 years ago and involved fraudulent companies in 14 states. Authorities say in many cases people were tricked into renewing subscriptions they didn't have in the first place. Preps are being made for the second astronaut flight for SpaceX. If all goes as planned, the SpaceX Falcon 9 will light up the Space Coast sky two weeks from Saturday. After a last second abort on a launch earlier this month, NASA's Steve Stitch says engineers found similar tendencies with engines on the rocket for this one. We're in the process of swapping out two engines on the crew one vehicle. We have a little bit more work to do on this uh, engine anomaly, but I think we see a pretty good path to get the flight, and we'll fly when we're ready. Stitch says the success of an uncrewed launch four days before the Dragon flight will determine whether its launch date holds. If so, the Dragon will take four astronauts to the International Space Station for a six-month stay. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. China now says an unmanned spacecraft that left Earth in July will land on Mars next May. The U.S. and United Arab Emirates have missions heading there, too. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.